0: He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door Well, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, we talk about the pursuit of happiness, and we show the world that us Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you're located. Just remember that this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And I, I'm just, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of news to cover today, but I just want to thank you for your generous, generous support. And you might be saying, wait, hold on, are you doing support? No, I'm just talking about all the people that have supported me over these last few years of doing the Cajun Conservative Show. I want to, uh, I just appreciate every single one of you. If you are a newcomer, welcome into to the Cajun Conservative family. Uh, just remember to hit the subscribe button and follow button, depending on the platform you're listening on. We have video podcasts on uh, rumble and youtube and also spotify also the audio side is on spotify along with apple google spot uh, uh amazon iheart all them good platforms just go ahead and look us up nine out of ten we're on that platform so you just have to go ahead and look for it and we will you will be um You'll be hearing the words of the Cajun Conservative Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, surprised. Uh, I was compared to Tucker Carlson uh, on TikTok. That's right. I did a video and I was late on that video, by the way. Uh, I usually try to drop a video on Mondays uh, or the day after the podcast, at least. And um, someone compared me to Tucker. They called me Tucker Jr. Uh, All because I made the... I, I wanted to go ahead... And talk about how the uh, the people, you know, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to how transgenderism, you know, men that are transitioning to women, how it was unfair to the sports of women's sports, and of course they said I was spreading hatred, I was spreading things that uh, that was not right. So you know, yeah, all the normal, the normal left leaning uh, thoughts that go into to them insulting us, you know, I just, uh, but yeah, I was, I was told, I was said I was Tucker jr. Or asking if I was auditioning for Tucker's job and Fox, if you're listening, Hey, I'll gladly talk to you guys i just, I'm just, I'm being honest. Hey, you know, need somebody over there that's with the voice of reasoning and truth. Um, but no, I'm not trying to audition for anything. This is, I, I love doing what I'm doing It's politics and it comes with the territory. You're going to get trolls every so often, but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited uh, what God has in store for the show. All right. So let's start talking about our debt ceiling. We had some news that broke out Monday about how, um, the uh, Miss Janet Janet Elias, the the uh, the Treasury Secretary for P- President Biden, um, went ahead and, and and talked about some things Monday that that really was eye opening to the country. Uh, one, she said that we don't raise the debt ceiling by June first, which is a lot earlier than projected, that we're going to default on our debts. Now, this is a whole thing, ladies and gentlemen. This has been. This has been months in the in the works. We knew from uh, from a few months ago that de- the debt ceiling had the 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 uh, the issue of the debt ceiling had to be addressed in Congress, and we we know that we're in a lame duck. Uh, season right now. What what do I mean by that? I mean that the the United States has a president that's a Democrat. You have a Senate that's a, that's a Democrat, but the House of Representatives, the Congress, and the ones that hold the purse and and agree with everything with the finances, they're Republican. So, you know, unless these people come together in true political fashion and talk about a deal, you know, hey, you get this, but don't get this. Well, we want this and you don't get that. And they talk over a deal to fix this issue. This has been going on for months. This, I believe this has been going on since last year that we had we 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 came to a realization that, look, America is spending more money than it is bringing in. And we have a debt crisis, a debt, a debt crisis that we need to fix and we need to raise the debt ceiling we've we've known that from since congress got into office back in January but the president of the United States has been saying no I want this this and this and if you don't get me this I'm not gonna go ahead and pass no bills we even have news articles I have a news article in my notes where somebody was saying look just raise the debt ceiling with no limitations. No, the, the, the Republicans don't don't put nothing in it. Just raise the debt ceiling and give Biden what he wants. And that has been the mentality of the, the, the of the White House. Now, a week or so ago, the Republican Congress passed a debt ceiling bill. It would raise the debt ceiling 1.5. And it was stopped, I believe, in March of 2024. Whatever one came first, if we hit the ceiling or the date, that would extend the debt until that time. But what would come along would be some, some, um, some cuts to certain programs. Now, there is some people that are saying, well, oh, this is cutting the VA, this is cutting other stuff. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't looked into the bill. But the Republican Party passed the bill. And the first words out of the administration's mouth was, "We're going to veto it if it comes to our desk." Why? Because it's cutting uh, programs that we like. And all what the Republican is, all the Republicans are doing is they're trying to say, "Hey, we need to stop the spending. We need to stop. We need to stop spending all this money." And, and it's funny how that concept applies to everybody else except the federal government. If you go ahead and you put a credit card and you max that credit card out and they keep extending that, that debt, after a while, the credit card company is going to say, hey, stop the spending and pay us our money and then you can start spending again. Or you get somebody that's in debt, they they, they, they want to get out of debt, they go ahead and they cut corners. They cut spending. They stop going eat out. They stop... Uh, Going to the movies, they stop. They stop doing things that that are considered leisure pleasure, and they pay their bills until they're out of debt. That's how this normally goes. But that applies to everybody else except the federal government. The federal government says, "Hey, we're going to spin, 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 spin because we're the federal government and we can do that. It's you, the taxpayers, that's going to pay us." I always use the example of, you know, so like, okay. So I, I go ahead and I give somebody $10 every day for, for a year. And after a year, I don't give them that $10. You know what the people are going to come? Hey, where's my $10? And that's what the federal government is doing with us taxpayers. They're telling us, Hey, give us, give us, give us, give us, give us. And when we say, well, hold on, but what you, what you doing with the money? And they just, no, just give us the money. That's all they just give us the tax dollars. But ladies and gentlemen, we're in this crisis now. And I believe the Republican Party did a job because you remember Biden was saying is the Republicans is the Republicans. The Republicans are not or, or they're, they're not they're not passing a bill for me to sign Well, we signed. The Republicans signed a bill under Kevin McCarthy. And the, the White House. Nope, we're not going to sign it. Even even Chuck Schumer had some sense to say, you know what, I'm not going to push it through, but we're going to hold it on the table in case something happens. So even Chuck Schumer had some wits about him to where he says, hey, we're gonna hold this bill in case we need it. But now, Ellis comes out. Uh, Janet Ellis, the Treasury Secretary, comes out on Monday and says, listen, Congress needs to get a bill passed. Now I'm gonna stop right there for a second because when she said this, my first thought was, Congress passed the bill. It, it was it was only two votes needed to to get the majority, but uh, Congress passed the bill. Congress did their job, and you see how Janet Janet Ellis is trying to twist this. She's trying to say, "Hold on, it is the Republicans' fault. They didn't pass a bill in the House of Representatives, yet yeah, they did." And she's saying Congress needs to pass a bill to 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 do something and, and to to because we're going to default on our debt on June 1st. We need to do something. Now you have Washington scattering. Oh my goodness, we need to do something. You have the media. Oh, Washington needs to do something. Even comes to a point where even Biden all of a sudden is doing something. This is from Politico. Biden called House leaders following uh, Treasury Treasury Secretary Janet Ellis' warning that the U.S. could default on its 31.4 trillion In debt in as of little little as 30 days, Ellen's stunning forecast piles new pressure on Hill leaders and the White House to strike a bipartisan financial deal as cross-party talks remain deadlocked. Now now you see how political did this, by the way. Listen, this puts a this puts a, a, a a a strain on our leaders in Washington. I, if I was Kevin McCarthy, i say, I have no strange, uh, strength. Uh, I'm not stressed. I sent a bill to, Senate, to the Senate. The Senate has to sign it. And if the Senate signed it, well then it's the president's job to sign it to save us for at least a year on our debt. But the the way political writes it, it's, oh, it puts pressure on all the people to come up with a deal. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not the Republicans' fault. Oh, Isaac, you're saying that you're a conservative and you're a right-wing wacko. No, it's not that. The Republicans talked to President Biden. They said, we want to have a meeting. Let's meet and fix our crisis. But Biden sat down in a corner acting like a little small brat and said, no. Y'all want to cut this. Y'all want to cut that. I want a bill where I can do whatever I want with the money. I want a bill where I have no restrictions on how the money's being spent. So whose fault is it? Is it the, is it, is, is it, is it, it the Republicans fault? No, the Republicans did their job. They asked for a conference. They asked for something for the, they asked for a meeting and the president kept saying, it's my way or the highway. Now that we have 30 days out, possibly, well, at the time of this, uh, yeah, a little under 30 days left, that we might default on our debt. Now the president wants to have a meeting with everybody next week. He called a meeting with Kevin McCarthy. He called a meeting with uh, Chuck Schumer. He called a meeting with uh, 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 Akeem Jeffries. And he called it with um, uh, the turtle, uh, uh, um, Mc- uh, McConnell. He he went ahead and now he's having this meeting. Now he wants to now he wants to go ahead and have a meeting with people. He wants to go ahead and get the pressure off of our of of, of our backs. But why wasn't Biden doing this months ago? Because you know why, ladies and gentlemen? He thought the Republican Party would cave, because the Republican Party has a good good reputation of doing this, and the Democrats know it. The Democrats always in their thought process is, well, you know, we're going to wait till the last possible minute. We're going to blame the Republican Party and the Republican Party is going to be scared of public opinion. And they're going to cave and they're going to give us everything we want. And Kevin McCarthy's like, no, I'm not doing that. I am not I'm not caving. We did our job. We sent a bill to the Senate. Now the Democrats ain't doing their job, and this is also making the the the, the Democrats and Biden look bad, because they can go around the country saying, "Oh, it's it's the Democrat, it's the uh, it's the Republicans. The Republicans are, are are holding us back. The Republicans are not 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 uh, focusing on the debt crisis. It's the Republicans." But the Republicans sent in a bill. The Republicans have been calling for meetings. And what does the president and the Democrats do? No. We're not gonna have meetings. No, we're not. Go- we 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 want we want to spend money as willy nilly as we want. Don't put a restriction on us, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is dangerous. Our country has been a al- has been has been alive and well for two hundred and some odd years, and we're possibly gonna default on our debts for the first time because of. President Biden's pride. President Biden all of a sudden wants to meet with Congress and with Senate, with the Senate leaders. Now, Freedom Caucus, this is from the Daily Wire, this was released today, uh, the 3rd of May. House Freedom Caucus Chair Scott Perry, blasted White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre after she said that lawmakers have limited time to raise the debt ceiling, a asset which comes after the Biden administration, assess uh, a session, which comes after the Biden administration delayed negotiations on the matter of several weeks. So Karine Jean-Pierre went on a microphone and says, or went in front of the press and said, listen y'all, they need to come and work together. They need to come and get something together and they need to go and she's just repeating what her boss says. But several weeks, ladies and gentlemen, several weeks, the Biden administration could have had these meetings, but instead of being a leader, and instead of being somebody that, that that's gonna take the helm and say, you know what, let's move forward with America. The president said no. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go ahead because I want money to spend. And unless you raise the debt ceiling for me to spend on all my programs and not cut them, I'm not even talking to you. Anybody else that, that, that would do that, they would be called a big baby. But it's not so. They, they, the media is, 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 oh, it's the Republicans' fault. No, it's not the Republicans' fault. It's the Democrats' fault that we're in this mess right now. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I'll be right back in a few moments. How are you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsaw, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337 852 8043 Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company not one soul all right everybody welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun conservative show today I got a video I want to show um, show all of you guys and if you're listening on the uh, the audio side you're going to go ahead and uh, hear the audio of President Biden saying that he is, <laughs> that he takes more orders than he gives orders just, just listen to this right here on the uh On the other side, just one second. I heard you had to get back to the Oval Office. And by the way, the one thing I thought when I got to be president, I get to give orders, but I take more orders than I ever did. And you're right. So if you missed that, so so the president of the United States says he he takes more orders than he gives orders think about this ladies and gentlemen the president of the united states says he takes more orders than he was given orders now i gotta credit that video to uh jesse waters of fox news uh but ladies and gentlemen the president of the united states takes more orders than he gives out now we understand you remember with the the chinese spy balloon. Don't you remember this, ladies and gentlemen, when the Chinese spy balloon and President Biden, it was reported that President Biden told his generals, shoot it down. And the general said, no, sir, we will not. We, ha- we, can't-, we can't do that because of protection reasons. Um, also, by the way, it was reported by the Daily Wire, there was another balloon that passed over Hawaii and was going to Mexico. <laughs> But but ladies and gentlemen, jo- look, look, uh, that whole story, and you would have to go watch it on Jesse Waters. Um, it's my open monologue a few days ago. It was talking about Hunter Biden and his legal problems. Look, John Biden did go to jail, uh, not jail. He went to court for child support and he basically said, I'm a deadbeat dad. Uh, he said when he was in Ireland, when his dad, he had to sleep on a cot and that he has no money to give child support uh, and other things that Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden said. And it was ridiculous. And they show this clip, and I—that was my thought when I first saw it. Who's giving the president orders? Then. This this is a video that is available on Fox News. And 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 this, I. He takes more orders than he gives orders now. On the defense of the President of the United States, he could have been meeting the girl saying, "Hey, you have to get back to the Oval Office." But I think that is the majority of a lot of Americans asking, "Hey, Mr. President, when are you going to go back to the Oval Office and do the job?" Remember, that's his slogan: Finish the job." Um, he hadn't started the job to begin with. Ladies and gentlemen, I did, look by, by far. Jimmy Carter in his last days, and look, I'm praying for President Carter. That he, you know, last we heard he was in hospice care and, and all this stuff. But President Carter can can go ahead and say, I, I was not the worst president of the United States. He can He can say I'm number two. I, I I give him that. But he's not the top no more. And look, I I saw this the other day, and this wasn't part of my script for the day. But I was watching a. I was watching something with uh with the History Channel the other day, and it was talking about the presidents, and they brought out Jimmy Carter, and I, I just I just saw that I was like wow. There's a lot of comparison to Jimmy Carter with Joe Biden. The thing of it is, Jimmy Carter did it when he was young. Biden is doing this when he's old high inflation uh, a botch exit out of a country uh, you have a lot of things that that you compare with jimmy carter and joe biden they did very similar but i think i think joe biden is the worst president we ever had i honestly feel that way and 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 this is one of the reasons right here because apparently he's not he's not giving orders that he's he's taking orders all right, moving on. Um, so this week, unfortunately, we had another shooting, and uh, at, at the time, I, I'm not going to report it yet. But there was another shooting, and uh, there was a shooting in Atlanta, and we're going to look at all the details. That that is still um, they're still looking for this individual, for that sh- uh, for that that shooting in Atlanta. We're going to go ahead and work on that later on when um, when we get more details. I, I don't like reporting on a story until I get a lot of details, but. Uh, on April thirtieth, I want to say that was a uh, Sunday, either Sunday or Saturday. Oh, we got a calendar here, on this screen right there. Let's pull this here. Let's pull this there. All right. Yep. Y'all seeing how the Cajun conservative works in uh, <laughs> in live time? Anyway. Uh, so uh, April thirtieth, which was last Sunday, um, a Mexican nationalist wanted for allegedly murdering five neighbors in Texas in. Thrive in is thrice deported illegal alien reports the 38 year old Mexican nationalist that law enforcement officers are searching for in Texas for allegedly murdering five of his neighbors is reportedly ale- uh, an alien, uh, illegal alien who has been deported from the U.S. multiple times. So, what happened was, and in all the all the uh in, in in a nutshell, what this story happened is this person was firing his gun outside the house, which we're going to discuss this in a little bit. He was discussing he was uh, he was shooting his firearms. Somebody walked outside and said, "Please, we have um we have a little child in here. We're we're just trying to sleep, or he's trying to sleep, whatever the child was, a male or female." And this dude just went on a rampage and started firing his gun and shooting five innocent lives and he was on the run gratefully I can give you the report that he has been arrested and he's been arrested with four other individuals so this 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 monster of a man went ahead and got arrested and 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 he has been he has been he's been arrested and and, and he he's off the streets why am I bringing this up well because it's a let's pray for the families because this man took five lives that shouldn't have been taken and, and it is is a it's a horrible it's a horrible thing which happened now, I thought i saved it. Let's go ahead and pull this up right here all right so so why am I bringing this up well, Correen Jean Pierre, not the so bright press secretary, went ahead and went in front of the microphones and talked about this shooting, and she talked about how. This incident was an example of horrifying acts of gun violence in America. Um, she also as the manhunt for this uh, suspect alleges continue, we urge the public to heed all guidance from law enforcement officers and stay safe. She said federal law enforcement agents have been providing assistance in supporting local law enforcement as they work to respond to this tragedy and look and locate the suspect. She also continued, she said the president was briefed on the Sunday, on the shooting on Saturday morning, and he, okay, so, so the article was written on the 30th, but it, it happened on Saturday morning. My correction on this. Um, she said, and for the Board uh, Cleveland community, she continued, but the president believe, uh, believes prayer along are uh, not enough. Congress must act because what makes tragedy like this one all the more heart wrenching is the fact that it was entirely within our power to take weapons all weapons of war off the street Uh, uh, Kareen Jean Pierre claimed that the gun owners support restriction gun rights and that Congress must act without delay okay so so now they go to this they go to this um, (laughs) they go to the argument a gun shooting is not the individual's fault It is the gun the gun is the issue we've covered this multiple times on this platform but there was one thing she didn't mention in her statement was that this person was a criminal to begin with so he didn't care what the law was that's one he was deported multiple times we don't know why but he was deported multiple times and three He was a legal immigrant that wasn't supposed to have a firearm in America. Think about, okay, just think about this, ladies and gentlemen. He was an illegal immigrant that came across the border. And he got deported multiple times. And he wasn't even supposed to have a firearm because he was a legal immigrant. But Kareem Jean-Pierre forgot all about that. She forgot all about that, how this person was not from this country. He got in here illegally. He also had this gun illegally. And prior to him coming across this time, he was deported multiple times and came back to America. But her focus and the president's focus wasn't that. It wasn't that this person crossed over the border multiple times. It wasn't that he was an illegal immigrant. It wasn't that he wasn't supposed to have a firearm to begin with. You know what the president's focus was and Kareem Jean-Pierre's? We need to take assault weapons off the, the, the streets. Weapons of war need to come off the streets and we need to go ahead and tackle gun control. If, if you can see me on, on Rumble or YouTube, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm speechless. Because you're telling me the president and the, the administration is gonna focus on just the gun issue. Now look, that, that is an issue. That is a very big issue. I'm not gonna stop there. I'm not gonna say that him having a gun was not an issue because the reason is, I'm gonna explain why it's an issue. The reason it's an issue is because he was an illegal immigrant and a criminal that was not supposed to have a gun to begin with. So this proves my point here that if you restrict guns of a law-abiding citizen, criminals are still going to get guns. Oh, Isaac, he's in the state of Texas. Ain't he supposed to have a gun? Not if you're a criminal. Not if you're somebody that, that has done harm to people or try to take stuff that people worked hard for. You weren't supposed to have a gun, but because he's a criminal, he had that gun. And because he's a criminal and he got a gun, he took five lives. But I think what it, he, he the gun wasn't on the street. He probably bought it from somebody that was a criminal too. He didn't go walk into a retail store or a sporting gore store and said, Hey guys, give me a 4473, which is the file that you fill out. The the, the paperwork you fill out to get a firearm and they didn't run his name through the FBI background check and told him, Oh, you're taking a while. We're going to give you a gun. No, ladies and gentlemen, this, 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 this individual went on the streets 9 out of 10 and bought the gun off of another crook cuz he wasn't supposed to have one but we're going to we're going to ignore how he was an illegal immigrant and how he was deported 5 times and how he was a criminal that shouldn't have had a gun to begin with we're going to ignore all that and we're going to focus on the gun we're gonna focus on the gun because that is the issue if we if we need to get these guns off the streets the fool would have grabbed one anyway the person this and look this individual's caught he's going to jail i hope they don't deport him i hope they they, they bring him they, they 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 um they keep him here and he faces justice but what he has done but the President of the United States and his press secretary is not worried about all that. And look, This just proves that we have a border issue. Think about this. This man crossed over the border multiple times. I heard something like five times. I don't know how many times, but he crossed over the border multiple times. He went ahead and he came back and forth like he wanted willy nilly. This was a criminal, and look, he just didn't, hey, I'm gonna go to Mexico on my own free will, no. He got deported, meaning he got caught, and they put him in the jail cell, and they told him, send him back to Mexico, or wherever he came from, and he came back to the United States of America. That shows we have a border problem. But Trump was a racist, homophobic bigot when he said, oh, we need a wall. And you have the president that's racist to build a wall that's racist but you notice when trump was passing uh, when trump was president and building that wall people couldn't just come willy-nilly but the president of the united states we have now stopped construction on the wall and now you have now now you have a person that came over across that border multiple times and killed a family. And we're not going to blame that on nobody else except the gun. It was the gun's fault. He picked up this gun and he shot this he shot these people. He shouldn't have had one to begin with. He shouldn't have been in this country to begin with. But we're not going to worry about We're not going to worry about that. We're not going to worry about the border. We're not going to worry about the fact that he's an illegal immigrant. We're not going to worry about the fact he wasn't supposed to have a gun to begin with. We're not going to worry about the fact that he was a criminal. All we're going to focus on that he had a firearm and he shot the family. And because he decided to point that gun at that family and take them out, we got to blame the gun. It was the gun. The gun was sitting. He was shooting the gun at some cans or whatever. And the gun looked at him and says, look, go ahead and you, you hurt those people. It wasn't the gun's fault. This man had evil intentions in his heart. And the Biden administration, until they realized that, that there is not, it's not the gun. It's the person behind the gun with an evil intention. We're not going to get this problem fixed. Because I promise you. If if there was a gun law that said every citizen in the United States could not have a gun, this incident would have happened. Why? Because this this dude was a criminal. He don't care what the law says and he would have got him a firearm. That's just my view on this. But I, I just... I, this, gets me, this gets me so upset when I read stories like this. And when the Biden administration sugarcoats it for a political purpose makes me sick With that being said i'm gonna go ahead and take a break i'll be right back after this short in a few minutes cheers and good on you boys and girls my name is scott ford and i have a show on rumble it's the scott ford show all one word the scott ford show all one word and it's on rumble i'd be very happy if you went ahead and subscribe like isaac i'm a true american loving patriot Thank you, Isaac. God bless. Enjoy your life. When this old world seems to get me down. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Um, uh, on the subject of mass shootings. Um, Nashville police refused to release shoot, uh, school shooters manifest uh, is, is quoting a pending lawsuit uh, Nashville police have backtracked on the plans to release the so called manifesto of the trans school shooter who last month uh, unfortunately killed six people including three children uh, it was citing a pending lawsuit the decision on Wednesday comes aim subst- uh, substitute public pressure to release documents believed to lay out the motives of the 28-year-old shooter who was killed by police inside the Covenant School at the end of the March 27th attack. My, uh, Metro Nashville Police Department officials notified the public in, duh, in, in a uh, TAR statement. Due to the pending le- uh, legislation filed this week, the uh, m- uh, March Excuse me. Nashville Police Department has been advised by counsel to hold in absence the release of the records uh, records release to the shooting at the Covenant School pending orders of direction of the court. Read the statement, ladies and gentlemen. What is in this manifesto that they do not want to release it? And, and look, there there have been other manifestos. There have been other things that have happened like this, and it has been released real quick like real fast but for for some reason have they they have not released this now several media outlets including the daily wire have filed freedom of information requests in a effort to win release of the documents the requests were denied with authorities uh uh, citing a provision that allows them to withhold records relating to an ongoing case, but late last month, police officers said that they were preparing to make the papers public. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know know what forces are hiding these documents, but there is a reason why these documents are not being released to the public. Is it something of national security? If it is, just say so. Is it something that this person believed that is going to hurt the argument for the left? If it's that... We need to expose it. But they're hiding this document. And I just... And look, I'm not trying to play conspiracy theorists. Because I like to operate in fact. But when stuff like this happens... You want to you know what, what what happened. Why is this document not being released? And unfortunately, we're, we're getting the runaround from the Nashville Police Department. We shouldn't. But... It's happening. All right, everybody. I want to talk about the 2024 Democrat presidential campaign. Uh, I had something else lined up, but something something happened today. And I, I thought it was pretty neat when the, uh, the story broke. And I, I've been having a, an opinion on why the Democrats are scared of Robert Kennedy Jr. Robert Kennedy Jr. is probably the by far... The, the, the best person to beat Biden in a presidential primary. Will President Biden get beat? Probably not. Uh, I, I'm not going to predict that he won't be because of what I'm seeing today. But I, I've been noticing a lot of left-leaning media sources. They are really scared of Robert Kennedy Jr., they're they're so scared, by uh, the, the the DNC is so scared, in my humble opinion, is that they they're not even gonna sponsor a debate. Now we do know that when a democrat when a president is running, normally people that announce that they're running and they don't get that much support is not it's not a uh, it's not an issue. But Robert Kennedy, right when he announced, got twelve percent of voters. I honestly believe they need to have a debate. Well, like I said, the DNC don't want to have a debate. It is clear that they're trying to hide Biden as much as possible from the public. Why? Because we are we criticized President Biden here on the program um, several times. When he went ahead and had cheat codes, we, we talked about this last week where he had cheat codes in the press conference this has happened multiple times um uh, we heard his statement uh from the video I showed earlier where he said I take more orders than I give orders and with the Hunter Biden incident uh with his uh his love child I guess you could say a 4-year-old girl that he had out of wedlock with a stripper that's Hunter Biden not Joe Biden that's Hunter Biden and Hunter Biden has it, been released uh, it, that the, the federal prosecutors are on the verge of prosecuting Joe Biden on a gun-related charge and IRS frauds or so, something with the IRS. So it's not looking good for Biden right now. This is all on the heels. So the, 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 the DNC and the Democrat Party that wants to keep Biden in office is is trying to keep him out of the spotlight and they're trying to keep him from the media because even left-wing media have to ask questions and even the most simple question that will be that will seem undamning to him nine out of ten he will bosh it up and say something stupid um so so this is the, the dnc don't they 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 are trying to hide Biden, and that's why the DNC don't want a debate between him, Robert Kennedy, and the other candidate in the Democratic Party. And it just so happened. I was thinking about doing this. like I said, I had something else. but this article came across my iPad and well, a few articles and I thought was pretty interesting. The first one is is from Fox News. both articles are from Fox News by the way. 2024 dim primary polls are flashing warning signs about biden's re-election campaign president biden's re-election campaign is facing flashing warning signs from a 2024 democratic primary poll according to political strategists in the political world polling singles can range from a green light to a Chile fire alarm and the early 2024 democratic presidential primary polls are looking like the ladder for president Biden's reelection campaign. Biden is bleeding blue support in his party rivals against into the 2024 presidential race at the primary challengers, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And Marine Wilson 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 entered the race. While the Democrat National Committee has stated they will not be hosting primary debates for this election, the sheer sure amount of support Biden has lost to his blue rivals over the course of a couple of weeks have de- ha- uh, of weeks does not blend well for the president. A Fox News poll found last week revealed that the combination of 28% of Democratic primary voters have moved away from Biden to Kennedy and Williamson. Kennedy took 19% Biden supporters, while Williamson took 9 Now they're saying this, but they did a poll and I mentioned it, where 70% of Democrats said they wish Biden would not run for president. And I have another article related to that as well. But just think about this, already. there's 28%. If only 30% of supposedly Biden supporters were already are going to vote back for the president and 70% said they didn't want Biden in there. That means they're sitting at 30, 30 of, of the opponents. There's only 40% of people that Biden has to, but those people said, Hey, they wish Bi- Biden wouldn't have run. Um, TJ left left get pr- uh principle of political consumption from solar strategy. That has worked with both blue and red campaigns warned that the recent polling should send alarm bells in the White House, signaling that President Biden is going to have his hands full in 2024, and not just from, not just against Republicans. While it is true that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. holds certain unorthodox views for the Democratic mainstream, he also has personal, uh, vulgar, and a name that retains its magic within the party. Locksford told Fox News Digital, "Ladies and gentlemen, this is why they're afraid of Robert Kennedy, and they're hoping that Robert Kennedy steps out. Now, I will say this, and I'm waiting for a response. I have requested an interview with Robert Kennedy. You, you, you requested an interview with a presidential candidate on the Democratic side. Why not? I had two Republican presidential candidates already on here." And I could ask them the same questions, and we can, I think we could have a good conversation. I have proven that I can talk to liberals without getting upset. Go check out my interview with the liberal trucker. That will give you enough proof. But ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat Party is scared of Robert Kennedy because I honestly feel that Robert Kennedy can go ahead and beat President Joe Biden. I don't know about Ms. Williamson's, I'd never heard of her until she jumped in the presidential race. But ladies and gentlemen, and look, Kennedy, just the word Kennedy. When you you think of Kennedy, I'm not talking about John Kennedy, our senator. If you think of Kennedy, the first thing when you think of uh, JFK and JFK was loved by mostly Americans, by most Americans, let me say it like that, that. And President Biden should be scared. President Biden should be scared that 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 the um that that uh, that a uh, Kennedy is stepping in place. Biden Biden should be scared. They they that Biden I don't know what Biden's worried about. I don't know if it's the Sanders Trump or whatever. But we might not see a Trump Biden 2024. We might see a Trump Kennedy twenty twenty four or a DeSantis twenty twenty four. Now, there's another article I want to bring out as well, um, by Fox News. They did. They went ahead, and this was done by ABC. ABC went ahead and talked to uh, Pennsylvania Democrats, and they were, they were asking the question, um, "What do you think about Biden, or what you thought about Biden's uh, policies?" And this is from Fox News. Young Democrats frustrated, disappointed that Biden's running way too old. Now, this is in a swing state of Pennsylvania. Remember, uh, Biden carried Pennsylvania in the 2020 election. Pennsylvania Democrats expressed regrets and disappointment that President Biden was running again in Sunday's report. He's way too old and very unfit to be president, one college student told ABC News anchor Martha Reddick. On this week another democrat said she felt regret, disappointed and frustrated upon hearing Biden's 2024 announcement. Last Tuesday Biden formally announced that he would re- seek re-election despite lows a theme from his own party. One young woman was left speechless when asked, "What she liked about the candidate whom she voted in 2020?" The young 21-year-old progressive voter didn't give a long pause to Reddit, Reddit and uh, before finally saying he's not Donald Trump. <laughs> so the all the only thing she can say good about Biden is that he ain't Donald Trump. He ain't he ain't somebody that that that's gonna go ahead and you know he, he Donald Trump that mean old orange man that had the economy high had a low inflation rate had low gas prices. Biden I, I can agree with it Biden is definitely not Donald Trump. A NBC poll found that 70% of Americans, including 51% of them Democrats do not think Biden should run for reelection. Almost half of the responders who voted, no critic against Biden's age or their major, uh, as their major concern with him running again, he is, he's already the oldest president in American history. So ladies and gentlemen, this is why they're, 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 they're scared of Robert Kennedy and the other lady. Because, ladies and gentlemen, to be honest with you, it, it, depending on how the Democrats do their primaries, Robert Kennedy has a real good shot. And that's what they're scared about. That's why they don't want to have a debate. And when he polls like this, it, it it scares them. Now, I don't believe all polls. I don't. But, ladies and gentlemen, j- just to go, go on that notion, if Robert Kennedy could beat out Biden, now, I won't vote for him in the general election. I won't vote for him in the primary. I'm a Republican in the state of Louisiana. We only can vote our party. But Robert Kennedy is is a threat to the DNC and to the Biden administration. That's why 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 they're not asking for the debate. They're trying to hide Biden because of his low approval ratings. And I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this more and more right now, that Robert Kennedy is gaining steam and the Democrats don't like it. Why? Because it goes against their yes, man. Remember the beginning of the second segment? I showed you a video. All the people that watch it on YouTube and Rumble, or if you listen to it on the podcast, I give, I, I take more orders than I give. And that is not reassuring. And I believe even Democrats are seeing that Biden is not a man for the job. He's saying he wants to finish. I, uh, I, I don't want to see him finish. The mess he made, I, let's just stop him right here and let's go get somebody else. We'll have to see what happens. So with that being said, I want to thank you for listening to the Cajun Conservative Show. Uh, please remember to hit the like, hit the sus- uh, subscribe button, share it with your friends and family. Uh, remember, Jesus Christ is king. He's coming back and he's coming back soon. So don't be faint of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus your birth and Lord and Savior, reach out to me. I'll tell you how to make Jesus your Savior in heaven. Your home. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. You have a good one.